from the Sipsei Chaim, Chaim Friedlander's Hatzal, um, which he deals with the famous Chazal, the, this week's parsha we have the parsha which is known as Parsha Zayiro. We start off with the with the phrase, Hashem only requests from us that we should fear Hashem. So it was all darshan on this. The Bereshim says that's all he wants. He wants us we should have a year from Kadosh Baruch which uh, it's year Shemayim. Everything is B'day Shemayim except for year Shemayim. That the Bereshim has to get from us. Everything else uh, the Bereshim uh, provides us. The Bereshim asks that Mimoch, he asks that from us, which means he, he can, cannot provide that himself. So the concept of Bechira, the Bechira is in the hands of man and everything else is in the hands of Kadosh Baruch um, the point which he's going to deal with um, in the second page, the second page of the uh, the shear, we find multiple times that we ask Hashem to give us your Shemai. So, like, Bridget says, "Listen, this is your job. Do it. Please help." Well, Bridget says, "This is not my. This is not my territory." This is in your hands. Everything else is in my hands. You want help for pranosa? That's in my hands. You want help for health, life, whatever that is, that's in my hands. Your Shemaim, I put in your hands. So why are we asking Kodesh Baruch for help at that point in time? The Rambam says that Kaiso came to contribute to the the uh, financial uh, collection for the base of Mikdash. We say this in the Balatzion. So the Bereshit, please take. You should prepare their heart. You should you should bring them close. Uh, prepare their heart, for, which means. The Bereshim should help us serve him. Um, so we find that the Bereshim, Klai is asking Kodesh for help. So how do we understand that? Um, you should prepare their hearts. Bereshim should prepare Kaisel's hearts for Tefillah. The Ben prior to that says that the the preparation for Tefillah requires a person to cleanse himself from Averis and not focus on desire for Lamazet. And then that's true avoided to Kaddish Baruch and then the Pesach says, the you should do that. You should help us cleanse our heart. And then the Bershom will listen to our Tvilah. We can't do it ourselves. We say, the Bershom should put in our hearts, etc., um, so the, the, we ask the Bereshim to do that for us. We say, 
we say in Birchus Kriyashma, same with the Benel Havino, the Haskil, Yachid, the Benel Abba, Shemecho. We ask the Kodesh Baruch Hu um, that, um, one second, let's put it in the chat again. Um, run the second page of the, the, the handout. So, um, we ask the Kodesh Baruch Hu for help again and again and again. It's the last paragraph on the page. Mershim takes it out of his hands and puts it in our hands. So what are we davening for? So how does the tefillah uh, do this process? Okay, he now goes off into a, a, a long explanation, which I'm not going to do inside. Um, that uh, uh, let's see. So in page some of Gimel. If you skip down to page something, which I guess is the it's nine page handout, so it's nine eight uh, page seven. Um, so he he builds up this point. Based on what we said, we with, with the base of the part that we skipped, we have an answer to our question. Yerushalayim is up to us. So what are we davening for? That's true. Yerushalayim is up to us. It's our bechira. Circle the kachas. The tefillah liseum Hashem is brachas yeshbiel. They know it's Yerushalayim. We need the Hashem's help as well. The tefillah itself is the bechira. So when we daven, we're saying a, a true tefillah is a statement that this is important to me. It's what I'm davening for. When we clarify that this is important to us, that's the, that itself is an act of bechira which prepares our hearts for the Russian to, to, to help us with that. But we, we need, the, so the, the act of tefillah acts as a bechira. That establishes how important your shemaim is to us. That itself really sets the stage for everything which is going to follow. Therefore, the Russian will give us even beyond what we, we're choosing because that's what we want. Okay, um, so he's going to say one more point on the, this, but he, he's, he, the Gemara conclusion says that every single day the person who takes a heart up, um, renews himself over the individual. Gemara says a lovely language. It's every single day the Yitzhar overpowers the person. Had it not been for Kodesh Baruch's help, we wouldn't be able to, to, to overcome the Yitzhar. So now, we spoke about this before. So at first glance, that seems to be strange. But what are we saying? The Rosh the Yetzirah's function is to act as our adversary 
that when we overcome the Yitzhar, we'll get a reward. So the Russian created an adversary for us. The logic should be that the adversary should be something that's within our range ability to handle. Right? So we put the guy, two guys into the ring for a boxing match. And they're fairly fairly equal in in, in their their ability. They're both, both amateurs, both professionals. They're both in the same cl- the weight class, etc. Right? That's 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 a fair fight. You might win, you might lose. So, but when you win, you won you won uh, fair and square. Um, and if you lose, that was because you didn't try hard enough. Because you, you theoretically could have won in that situation. But if you put the person in the in the ring with against an opponent which is way more capable than him, it's not a fight. So Bershman says he created the Yitzhar to be the adversary that we're going to fight with. And when we overpower the Yitzhar, we get reward. And if we don't overpower, we get punished. Then the Bershman creates the Yitzhar in such a way that we can't beat him. Without Kosh Baruch's help, we can't beat him. So that, it doesn't make any sense. Like the, the Bershman created, created the adversary seemingly incorrectly. Uh, so the answer is that the more is telling us that the Russian's real goal, even in Yerushalayim, even in Bechira, is that he should be the one who helps us. So if we fight, the Russian will help us. But we can't win without him, and that's part of what we need to learn, is that even our decisions need a Kodesh Baruch Hu to help us. So he says in the next paragraph, When we ask for Yerushalayim for help with that, we are being mevatel ourselves to Kodesh Baruch Hu. And the more you realize that everything's in the hands of Kodesh Baruch Hu, the person realizes the limitation. Even my ruchni is not, I'm not the balabos over that that person who realizes that he, he, he's not the source, that's what your Shemayim is. Your Shemayim is the recognition the Bershom is in control. So the Bershom is in your Shemayim. The Bershom made an opportunity for your Shemayim that we we get to choose if we want to recognize the Bershom is in control of that, of that as well or not. So, so the the the, the the idea of year is this awareness like we spoke all the times about the gap between up and the that Bershom is all powerful and we have, we have nothing like the language of the Rambam if we say the number but your Shemayim belongs to us so there's, there would be it would be this inherent ironic uh, contradiction the whole idea of year is realizing how small we are and year is based on something that we, that we don't need the Bershom for so we're not so small because we can do that ourselves. So literally, even your year, you can't do it yourselves. Um, and then he quotes the the Chavos of Abbas along those lines. Um, and then he quotes the Gemara uh, that Shemayim Yalakar says that the Russian is uh, the the, the Yitzhar overpowers theoretically over, would overpower the person every single day. We're not for Shem's help. So he asked the question. Like we said, why the Russian said it like this? The answer is exactly this point. Um, we need to choose. That's our decision. Um, but we have to recognize that even after our choice, to be able to play out 
the reality we need that in our ruchnius we also need a shemis So the Yitzhar is coming and threatening our our decision. So we turn to the Hashem, I'm losing, please help me. So even though I can't win, but I'm winning in the sense of I'm expressing my year of Shemayim by asking for help. That's the year of Shemayim. And the whole day of Shemayim is the awareness of how limited we are. See, even this, I need to ask for help. So asking for your Shemayim is a, a tremendous act of your Shemayim. Well, that's the point that he's saying. Um, um, go to the next page, uh, page 8, in the bottom. He brings uh, from the Kesarosh. Kesarosh is written by Rabbi Chaim Um his truth of the cast with the rubber tail of the Lashon Harvey's talkers were rise for Sikhosen. The medicine, the solution for a person has anger, a person has enjoys schmoozing or Lashon Harvey looking at the inappropriate women, schmoozing with women when he shouldn't. The real, the real solution is the active truth to feel that a person should die beforehand. Before he goes out, or before he gets up in the morning, I'm going in a place of danger. There's 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 out there. Save me. Save me from what's out there. Specifically, whatever he's concerned about, he would he would actually name that whatever that is. And if he says it from the true, from the depth of his heart, the Russian will save him. So, what he's saying is that I really don't want to do this. I don't want to go against the Russian Rosh but I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to handle it. So I'm asking for help. Then he says further, so that was an ois. Uh, the, the first quote was an ois ein gimel. He says an ois kufsari. Hey, he's talking to rise as he um, see, it's a fascinating thing. A person who's careful not to look, look inappropriately at women or to talk to women. Um, um, Maria, the more he's careful not to look, the more the person has purified himself and stayed away from it. If he does stumble, if he does stumble upon the situation, it's going to be a very attractive. This is the nature of man. It's something the person is is accustomed to. It doesn't arouse them. Person something which is not has has pulled himself away from. He will be easily very easily aroused when he sees it. So what should you do? When he has to go outside, he needs a daven. So as much as the person has purified himself, he needs a daven. Um, then he says, uh, on the next page, the page nine, I asked my my rabbi, that's what they're going, he's going, I'm going back home. I'm worried about the Yitzhahar. Daven. So the guy didn't give him any Kabbalahs, didn't give him any Eitzes. He just said, Daven. The real solution is asking for help. Because 
when you're when you're in, in, you, a person is foresees he's going to have great challenges in front of him. He has to realize he doesn't have the power to overcome them. As long as the person still thinks, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. He realize how, how, how challenging it is. All of this requires that we ask for help. Fascinating piece. Then he says, um, a, um, he says a quote over here at the end. So he was a Talmud of Rodessa. My Rebbe, a garden of Eliezer Desla, was at Salt. So, Rudesser was quoting Rusoslanter. Rusoslanter was Rudesser's, um, I think, great uncle or uncle, I don't remember which one. I think it was great uncle. So, Barakam um, it's been it's, it's been tested, it's tried and tested. Shatrila Ruchdias means Kabelis. When a person dabbins for help with Ruchdias, the Bersham answers it. Kamashakasim, Karabasham, the Cholkarov. Russia was close to those who call out to him. The Cholshe grew BMS. All who call out, call out to him BMS. Mao MS. Ruchis, MS doesn't mean that, he, they, that they truly call out to him. It means they call out to him about things which are the real truth, things which are really important. The Russian was corrupt to that. Um, that the 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 culture says it in his way. He says like this: "This is not pashup shot. Everything is up in the hands, the hands of heaven, to say yes or no. When you daven for something, the Russian could say yes. He could say no. But Yerushalmi, he has no choice. He has to say yes. So it's not in the hands of Kodesh Baruch to say yes or no to your tefillah. Whenever you daven for Yerushalmi, the Russian has to has to answer you. So it's not in his hands." It's in the hands of heaven whether it's yes or no to your tefillah. Chuzir Shemayim, it's not in his hands to say yes or no. He has to say yes. That's what the, that's what the Kotzker said. Um, I actually found once in the Sefer Chassidim, the, so the Sefer Chassidim is called Sefer Chassidim. It's written by Yerhuda Chassid, who lived in, in Germany in the, um, I think, the 12th century. So it's called Chassidim because he's known as a Chassid, but he was a very, very pious individual. Nothing to do with Chassidim and Misnagdim. Uh, they didn't come onto the scene until about four or five hundred years later. Um, he, he writes in what, uh, different points over there. In one place he writes this, he, he just tucks it in, he says over there, it's, it's well known that when a person dominates for help in Yanam Ruchni, the Russian has to answer him. So he's saying that the Russian will help you. The point of the, of the of going into the ring with the Yitzhahara is to look at the Yitzhahara and say, oh my gosh, Yitzhahara is overpowering, I can't handle them. Tati, please help me. And the Bershans will help him. So that's the arrangement. Right? So he goes into the ring and he says, the Yitzhahara is big. What I, I do not want to succumb. I cannot let that happen to me. That's not what I want for my life. But I understand I can't do it on my own. Tati, help. The Bershans will help. That's the arrangement. So that's put the Baraka Manusa. It's fascinating to me that this sounds so much like the, the in the twelve steps that they have or the the AA. One of the things is the person recognizes that that they gave over their life to greater power. They don't have the ability to control themselves against their addiction. 
and they ask for help from a greater power, a higher power, um, that because that, they realize they can't do it on their own. So, um, we're, we're, I'm not looking to say the twelve steps of Torah or not Torah but this idea that that people come to the recognition that there's something out there which is bigger than themselves, they cannot beat it. Um, so they have an advantage over us. What the, what the Rukhan Friedman is saying is that that's really the reality of our Yetzirah all the time. Everybody's Yetzirah. But the alcoholic, who at least has reached that stage of his process, has tried to beat the, the alcoholism multiple times to the point he says, you know, I, I'm done. I can't do this. I cannot do this on my own. It has not worked. Whatever I've tried has not worked. The, the addict recognizes that he cannot do it on his own. And he says that I'm going to ask this higher power, God, for help. And that's what we should be doing every day. Because the Yitzhahara is, that's our, that's akin to our addiction. It's something which we can't beat. And the person says, if you really want to beat it, you will express a desire to beat it by asking for help. Then you'll beat it. Because I will help you then. So it has to be that the person is going to respond. Uh, the exception will be the concept called the Nisoyan. Nisoyan is that a Nisoyan, for example, like Ramavinu, Bershom tested him. So that's a unique situation where the person decides to test the individual. But the test is done by removing the, the, uh, the normal siyatish that the person gets. And let's see what the person does. Uh, that's the test. Um, but other than that unique situation where Bershom is deciding to test somebody, which in most cases it's not, the Bershom is not testing. I, you, you feel tested because you, you're not asking for help properly. Um, so the idea we ask multiple times for help in Brooklyn is, it really should stop and think about it before we do it. How much do I really mean this? Like how important is, it, is this to me? Um, one point, the... Mashiach Sakasha, the Gemur Brachas, Gemur Brachas says that there was these Briyarni who lived in the neighborhood of Rameir, and Rameir was davened uh, that they should die. So his wife, Briya, said to him, That's improper. He says, It says the Pasuk, that sin should be removed from the world. It didn't say sinners, it said sins. It didn't say Yitamu Chaytim in Oritz, it said Yitamu Chaytim in Oritz. It says, What should I do? He said, You should daven, they should do Chubu. So the Mershava, the Rasakasha, how can a mayor do that? He's taking away their taking away their bechira. He asked the Mershava to take away their bechira, make them into tzaddikim. That 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 the Mershava doesn't do that. So, so it's a tefillah shav. So what's going on in the Gemara? So Mershava says this idea, but he he says a very bechirish. He says, if you look at all of Kaisal as one unit, the person will not help help us overcome the Yitzhahara unless we ask for help. The Kiddush of that Gemara is, if you look at Kaisal as one unit, Remeyer can ask for help for somebody else because it's all one unit. The unit is asking for help. Not the individual, but the unit is asking for help. So we, we look at all of Kaisal as one big body, and the body is asking for help. Remeyer is asking for help for these individuals. That's okay. See, well, they didn't express their personal Bechira to ask for help. But since somebody did express his personal Bechira to ask for help, and he's connected to these people, 
the Russia will help these people overcome the Yitzhak because of the, the Tefillah of Rumei. It's, it's an extraordinary thought how the, the, the Kayach Mechira, which we, we understand is very individualized, each person will choose yes or no. He gets rewarded and punished accordingly. So it should be something which is clearly personal. You can't outsource it to somebody else in Klai Yisrael. And the more it's being Mechadish on the Mershal, you could outsource that. That's what it means being part of Klai Yisrael. Such an extraordinary thought. Um, how to, but it also means it's a beautiful opportunity, right? That when we daven, we, we, we're davening in the plural. We're not just davening for ourselves, we're davening for our family. That's clearly part of our unit. We're davening for people that we care about. That's clearly part of our unit. And all of Christ are really we're davening for. And, that, and that's also part of our unit. That's what the Mershaw says. That just has a different answer to the question. That just says something else totally. He says, there's no such thing as a person not having to choose. A person is always choosing. The question is, what are you choosing from? So you have one individual will start at the, the very high end of the spectrum. Right? He learns most of the day. He, he's very careful about Lashon Hara. He's careful about Histaklis. Uh, he's careful about everything, but on the Chavera, wonderful individual, etc. Right? He doesn't have Bechira. Of course he has Bechira. What's his Bechira? What's he choosing between? And generally he's choosing between wasting uh, 20 minutes a day wasting 30 minutes a day. Right, that's his Bechira. Right, high-end Bechira. Right, the stipulus the Yitzhahara, right, you know, to read a biography about the Chazanish instead of sitting and learning a Toysis. I don't know, right? Give the other end of the spectrum, you got a guy, his Bechira is, right, when, when, when he's stealing, should he murder the guy also or not murder the guy? You know, that's his Bechira. They both have Bechira. The question is what they're choosing between. But here is the choice, and what are you choosing from? So if I go to the person and say, I don't want to take away a human being's Bechira. That's Of course, that's, that's up to him. I just want to ask you that you should please move the needle, that his choices should between the things a little more idle, as opposed to things which are, like, you know, all the way other, at the very, very gross end of the spectrum. Right? Move it, you know, to like little things a little more refined. You're not taking a Bechira at all. That's what Nestor suggests to answer the Gemara. So he calls this, he calls this like the, the, the analogy he gives, the muscle he gives is a, 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 when you're looking at you know tr- at warfare, which is done, conventional warfare, which is done in the front. The front moves forward, the front moves back. Right? There's two enemies fighting with each other, but there's a certain amount of territory which is, belongs to the, the, uh, the it's safe right now, and then there's an area where there's going to be the front. So most people who are from do not spend most of Shabbos grappling with Chilul Shabbos. Should I, should I turn the light? Yes or no? Yes or no? Yes or no? They're not grappling with that. Right? Well, they're grappling with, well, they talk about the Shabbos Surah. Do they talk about things which are uplifting, which are appropriate for Shabbos? Or not? That's what they're grappling with. Right? Now, the, the 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 front can move. You know, if you if you, if you lose in the front, the so things start to move. The Yitzhak doesn't sit still. He's moving. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna push the boundaries. So one day maybe the person will be grappling with things which are more more basic. But that's not where he's at right now. 
So this is this is the he calls the point of Bahira. The Kudus of Bahira is the point of Bahira. So what's your front? So all he's doing over here is asking the Russians to move the front for more to this direction, and he'll be choosing between more idle things. That's our that's answer to the question. So, um, still Kiddush, because this person, theoretically, if it worked, right? So yesterday, he was grappling with Briyani, these are people which are like listed, they're going out and harassing people, etc. The next day, he goes to Mesa Medrash, and he sits in Thomas like this, and his fight is having Kavona during Davani or not. You know, that's, that's like, you know, that's a, that's a freebie, right? So Kordomar shows not a kasha, because there wasn't a freebie. Right? The Rodessa was saying a different terrence, like, you still have a hero, just you're choosing between more idle things. But it still sounds like a freebie to me. Apparently not. The Russian doesn't... The Russian... Thoroughly, after 120 years, the fellow who started out life in a very, very abject, negative situation, his... His father was was a Ghanav, His mother was 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 uh, was a philanderer. Um, his neighborhood is full of gangs, right? And he grapples with, you know, hurting people or not hurting people. Right? And he overcomes many many times. Might get more Ghanaian than the fellow who was born, you know, into the the Rebbe Shemishbacha, and you know, his challenge is better davening, less davening. We don't know how the Russian makes cheshbonus. This person worked in the year of Shemayim, Said, you know, there's a God in the world. I don't want to. I don't want to hurt people. Yeah, but that's that's my that's what my society does. He goes back and forth, and he overcomes many times. That's a tremendous accomplishment. That might be more valuable in a Kodesh eyes than this other person who never grapples with that issue. But that's because he was born like that. That's where that was the circumstance he was born into. That's not his challenge in life. The challenge of life is focusing during the avenue. So to our eyes, they don't seem to be any comparable. So I don't know. I have no idea whether Rebdes is really saying you know, point is it's not a freebie because we're just asking that the brochure should allow it to move. Because it's still on a in a certain objective level, it's better that the person shouldn't be grappling with Ritzicha or not. Right? The the Torah looks at that of is more chomra vera than Lacking kavana during tefillah, um, but that being said, so at some point we're just moving the needle. Mitzal the Kodesh value system, whatever the challenge is to the individual, which is really a challenge, the person overcomes that. They get reward, commensurate to their effort. The fumsara agro. That's in the that, that that doesn't change based on what you're grappling with. Um, it's a fascinating idea that uh, he's saying. Um, so the Kuzma here is a really is a really extraordinary idea. Or we're looking towards Elul. Right? The more you solidify the decisions that you've made, till the certain time they become. Established. Persons about Shuba, at the beginning, you know, they're not sure they want to keep Shabbos or not. They go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. They're from for X the years. They're not grappling with keeping Shabbos anymore. 
that's in the bag, right? They're wrapping with something else, which is maybe a more refined anal point. Uh, the challenge, of course, that is now in, re, in reward and shemayim, every Shabbos they, they keep, they'll get reward as if they were challenged because they're their decision to reach this point. So the fact that Shabbos comes easy to them, and therefore the reward would be less, is not true. Because the reason why it's it's, it's easy, because they made it easy. So they don't get penalized by the fact that it's easy. They're going to, each Shabbos, they're going to get the scars if they sat 15 times at Shabbos and said yes or no, and they overcame. Because that was the original decision was created then. The person who's born into Shabbos doesn't have that scar. He has a different scar. So um, the 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 there is a reality when you reach a point where it becomes herigal, we're not fighting with it anymore. The challenge now is to make it make it real, and you know, emotionally, you know, emote with it. In the beginning, every time the person fought and overcame and, and decided to keep Shabbos, there was a, there was an adrenaline rush. He felt he felt the the, the mile of Shabbos because he fought for it. Something you fight for, you feel good about. Sometimes it's hard, and he, you know he, he's tired of the fight. But overall, the person who keeps fighting and perseveres, he created it. He feels good about it. That wears off. It's five years later. It doesn't feel that freshness anymore. Now the challenge of the fight is to feel the freshness in Shabbos that he felt once upon a time. Um, now when it comes easy, now when there's an element of hergo, right? So we we have this dichotomy we spoke about before that. We dive in Targlena Basarasecha. Let us get used to doing mitzvahs. That's much better than not being used to them. The other option is, 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 is fighting back and forth every single time you want to do a mitzvah. That would be debilitating. Right, so in the morning it says, well, let's think about it. I'm not sure I want to say, yes, no, maybe. Okay. Yes, no, maybe. Let's think about it back and forth. My guy, you know, it's four hours in the morning, you know, and he's still, he's still hunting yes, no, 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 yes, no, 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 yes, no, no, yes, you know, like, it's not functional. You do mitzvahs on a hair goal. Ah, but here also must be some of the matter. But your your shemayim is just doing it because you're used to it. It's uh, the person is going to punish you. Like okay, great. Hair goal's bad. Hair goal is good. So like everything in Yiddishkeit, you know, it doesn't work like that. The fact the person gave us a vehicle called hair which allows us to function. That's how you drive, right? Because you get used to driving. So it comes instinctive, right? And therefore, you're able to do other things while you're driving, hopefully safely, right? Um, and if you're using all your energy, like you're beginning, you drive your whole life like you're beginning, a beginner, right? it'd be exhausting. It's like this: for you know, driving to New York like this for four hours straight, you've got to your mind, right? I'm able to travel because I'm used to, I'm, I get used to it. But at the same time, okay, driving isn't something I need to feel a chiyus in. But when it comes to my keeping Shabbos or davening, the beginning when I learned how to daven, I said all the words, you know, and I was, it was like this beautiful every you know word that you you conquered was an accomplishment and you felt good. Now look at daven, you know. Yeah, we need to inject it with with with, with the that's our that's our nakudas abechira. So hergul is a phenomenally important thing. We would be dysfunctional without it. And like everything my other person gives, you know, it can be, good, be used to good or bad. That's our choice. 
what, what, what are we going to do with Hergul? Uh, so that's the thought I wanted to share with you. I grapple with this uh, this kavodesh shemachiz yoshemayim. The tefillah is so important. Uh, one thing which is important also, I once heard from Yaakov Galinsky. Uh, Yaakov Galinsky said uh, uh, the following mashal. If you meet the Manuva, you meet the Yitzhar, Shlech, and the Base Madrash. She says, I have a better idea. Leave him outside. Why stop in the Base Madrash? Just leave him outside. So he answered with a story. There was a there was a rub in, 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 in the city of Lodz in Poland named Rabbi Yechai Meisel. Yechai Meisel was a tremendous Tamachachim. He was, he was very sh- sharp witted, very on the ball. He really got things. So um, he actually helped the police um, break multiple cases. He figured out, like you know, like you know, detective rabbi thing, you know, because he was like so he sharp. He helped things. Kitzer comes to him one day. They have a problem. Uh, the the Jew and a non-Jew had a court case, and the Jew was caught bribing the the, the, the judge. So now the Jews in big trouble. They're having a court case. The Jews caught driving the blood. You know, could Rebbe Chaim come and you know sort of present the defense for the Jew? He comes to court and he gets up to speak and he says, "Your Honor, have you ever bought fresh fish from the market?" He said, "Yes." Like, why is that relevant? He says, "Just hear me out." He says, "You go down to the market and you get the fresh fish." He says, "How do you bring it home?" So they give you a box. Oh, they cheat you out. They charge you for the box. Right? They put it on the scale and they charge you on the box. He said, no, no, first they, they put, it, they put the, the box on one side, they balance it out on the other side with the weights. And then they sort of, they calculate the amount of those weights. And then they put the fish in and they see the weights that they have to add and that's what you should get charged for. He says, okay, so sometimes what you're doing is balancing something. He says, Your Honor, you, between me and you, we always know that whenever you have a case between a Jew and a non-Jew, you always favor the non-Jew. The Jew wasn't bribing you. He was just balancing the box. He was just balancing the scale. That was what Rechaim said. The judge laughed, and that, 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 that took care of the case. So, Yaakov Galinsky suggested, you're not going to win a base matters. But in the base of it's a it's a fight. Outside, it's, it's it's not even a fight. There's nothing. There's no balance. So if you don't have the the the, the push for ruchnius, the Israel is going to win. If you truly want ruchnius, uh, I you you brought him into you, win into your world of ruchnius. Then you're down, like what Rafael is saying. Rafael is saying you'll be davening for the siyata deshmaya to win. Because Ruchnius is important to you. When you shut the Yitzhara, you bring him into the world of Ruchnius. He says, listen, Gashi is, I'm not interested in dealing with him. That's not important to me. But Ruchnius is where I want to win, and he's giving me a headache. If you shut him into that, then you have a, you have a fighting chance to win, because you'll get to see after the Shemayat to win. Okay. So that was that. Thank you. Okay, everybody have a good Shabbos. And um, next Thursday night should work, um, as far as I know. Um, no, I'm sorry. I have a casa Thursday night.